Uh, you feel that now? I feel like Rocky in this one, baby. Let's go. Alright, check it. Uh. Blast from the past, back from the future So if I pull the trigger in the past, there's no you and your future I'm still hustling, still hugging the block The referee to the shit, I'm still calling them shots I can't be stopped, that's what I told you I'm living my life like a box of Crayolas I'm cutting up white, smoking that green Purple color pens, I'm still making this cream I'm so sick, uh, check my throat quick My wrist light up a room like a handful of glow sticks I'm like spoiled milk, the kid's gone bad Then it's the menace, my pen touches the pad uh, Niggas is mad, but the ladies is glad Yo, they rubbing up against me like this nigga is rad Fucking two divas, drinking on sangria I got the beam of the colors, diarrhea uh, Tie your strength to my feet cause I'm so fly Hopped out the DeLorean, it's Artie McFly Welcome to the Rick H Show. Am I, am I claws on there? Let me see. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're claws in. Yeah, um, I think there's a replay somewhere. Okay, let me mute that. The applause worked. Uh, let's do that horn one more time. I'm your host, Again, Rick what, 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 I was like ready to do it. Like a beginning of a reggaeton song. Welcome to the podcast. I'm your host, Rick Cage. With me today is my uh, temporary interim co-host. I'm your co-host. Jasmine, your co-host. Jasmine co-host. Ruiz. Welcome up, to yeah. season 12. Um, <clears throat> Slay with Jazz, if you want to follow her on Instagram. Very mm-hmm. funny comic. Um, a lot of shit going on in the news. We're going to get to all that. Um, let me play this McDonald's thing and then we'll come back with McD's big sponsor. Throw that up. We'll come back with uh Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. So, uh, just a quick 30 second spot for McDonald's. This episode of the Rick H Show is brought to you by McDonald's, proudly serving communities since 1965. Remember, no one feels more like a hero than mom or dad coming home with Happy Meals. As a kid growing up in Washington Heights, every Saturday, my mother would take me to our local McDonald's on 181st Street, and she would purchase me my favorite meal, the Big Mac meal. It was some of my fondest memories of my neighborhood and my family. McDonald's. I'm loving it. McDonald's. Lo quiero yeah. mucho. I'm loving. How do you? I'm loving it. Lo quiero mucho. Yeah. So, Jazz, how you doing? We missed you last week. I'm good. I'm good. Yes, yes. Last week. Uh, how was last week? I missed it. You had a good time. I had a a good time. Um, so the audience was tuned in and they were asking me questions live, which I nice. thought was pretty cool. So what yes. I want to do moving forward is I'm gonna drop the email that audience members could email us and we'll respond to those emails live on the show. Dope. I love that. So like if, you know, Maria Conchita wrote us an email, I, how you doing? I'm from the Bronx, you know, me and my boyfriend, we having some issues, blah, 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 blah. I'll give you my take. Jazz will give you her take 
Um, I think yes. it's dope. Uh, more interaction for season 12. Um, we're not just going to do comedy. I mean, we always do comedy. The goal of the show is to entertain you for an hour. But musicians, actors, directors, we're back to it all. Um, nice. Season 11 was a homage to comedy, stand-up comedy, sketch comedy, everything. Because uh, I feel like we need to laugh. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. So listen, humor, humor gets people through their toughest times. The best I, medicine. Yeah, and you know, after these these COVID, the COVID years, you know, like mm-hmm. Saved by the Bell has Saved by the Bell, and then they had the college years. These were the COVID years. So I feel like you know, I wanted to do something where it made people laugh. Um, listen, COVID, COVID, every, like every, I feel like everyone either became not a comedian over. or found the comedian during yeah. once COVID started. <laughs> a lot of people made money off like COVID, you know. Um, a lot of people quit their jobs. They're calling this mm-hmm. the great, the mass exodus, the mass exodus, the great, uh, uh, the great res- resignation. resignation, the great resignation. I know, God, I wish I could be on that boat. <laughs> I'm like, yo, people had the Great Depression, World War Two, World War Three. I lived through 9/11 and the Great Resignation and COVID. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, people are finding their grooves. They're doing like that makes me so happy i feel like the more people leave like corporate america and like Mm -hmm. the nine to five the more people we have like actively going out to make their own businesses Mm -hmm. and that's really what capitalism is making your own businesses and a lot of people these days are anti-capitalism capitalist i'm not trying to get all political but are we about to today oh well being anti-capitalist, I feel mm. like people that have that perspective are not capitalists. I think this but country. If you can learn how that. to be a capitalist, learn how mm. to be a capitalist and work the system, then you can make it. So many people have quit their jobs and started like mm. six-figure side hustles that are now their main thing. Like that—that mm. that is the beauty of it all. I don't. It's not six figures, and I haven't quit my job, but that is the goal. I'm that is that, exactly. It's the goal transitioning for greener pastures um amen a lot of people did that and it's cool because yes you're starting businesses but you're also you're figuring out what your passion is and who knows maybe somebody's like you know what i need to be a doctor and that person goes they go to school they figure out they have a passion for medicine and they cure Mm -hmm. some shit like cancer or aids or whatever so it's always good to follow your passion but um i was sick last week and not only was I sick physically, but I was sick uh, mentally from all the uh, the Amber Heard, Johnny Depp uh, shit that was going on. And yeah. One of the questions I, I found myself asking, and I'm going to talk about the Texas shooting that just happened a few hours also after this. Uh, one of the things that crossed my mind was, didn't these people go on a first date? Like, didn't they have like a homeboy or a homegirl to be like, yo, she got the crazy eyes. Oh, yo, she got because I know <laughs> I know there's like a vetting process, right? You, you don't just I like, mean, there is, you know, you, you introduce this dude or this woman to your friends uh-huh. and, you know, everyone gives their take. Your family mm-hmm. gives their take. Mm. But I feel like they were only together for like a year and a half before they actually got engaged and married. A year and a half, everyone's still on their best behavior. Listen, I've seen first dates crash and burn immediately when, you know, like, all right, it maybe it might not be you, but it might be your boy. Like, yo, 
She has a crazy eyes, bro. And I'm like, what you mean? You don't like her? Blah, blah, blah. Are you I mean, telling they're me? both crazy. So that means that this would have been an L for everyone involved. Like her friends didn't keep it. I'm His Johnny friends Depp. didn't keep it. Like, I'm not talking to any of the dudes that co-signed Amber Heard. I'm Amber Heard. I'm not talking to any of my homegirls. Her homegirl testified and just threw her under the bus, too. I'm not, I missed that. I'm not, I'm not messing with anybody that co-signed that relationship. Like, honestly, look, a couple things happened here. First of all, they mm-hmm. ignored the red flags that were blatant to them and everybody around them. Second mm-hmm. thing, you realize that the people that you got around you, and it's because they're celebrities, are just yes people. And... Oh. Hate that. The most the most important type of people you need in your corner is like, you know, like I do a show. I'll get up my boy, you know, Crazy Boogie. Shout out to Crazy Boogie. Never held this tongue with me. Like, yo, that shit was whack, bro. You should have did this. But I, I he's not hating. He's just giving me criticism. Now the way yeah. I make him sound, it sounds like he's hating, but he's not. <laughs> but you need people like that in your corner. No, absolutely. I feel like she... She um she said uh, she had a lot of testimony like calling out him you know doing too much drinking or drugs and he didn't want to hear it so I feel mm. like maybe she tried to be his no person and that just didn't didn't go over well I mean and if he doesn't have any other no people in his corner like he's obviously gonna take it out on the one no person so I I, I don't know who who to believe at this point. I'm I'm confused because heading into this trial, mm-hmm. I was like, "Yo, Johnny Depp, they can't." You know, phenomenal actor, one of my favorites. Yeah. Yo, they can't some Johnny Depp, blah, blah blah blah. And I'm like, "Yeah, he beat on his woman." But then, in the beginning of the trial, midway through, I'm like, "Hold on a second. So you mean to tell me they was both crazy? And They're both crazy. Like- They're both crazy. Like." Mm-hmm. When it's like, who do you believe? I there's truth in both sides of these stories. Mm-hmm. Like, I definitely think she was bugging too, and mm-hmm. she admitted to hitting him and starting fights and stuff like that. But I mean, th- his testimony, his text messages, like mm-hmm. the things he said, that is so like emotionally abusive. And I don't know. I feel like I, I, I believe that he was probably physically abusive as well, and she was physically abusive. So I'm just going to go ahead and think, you know, you add drugs, you add alcohol, mm-hmm. you add her being abused. Like, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to think he engaged back. That's just my perspective. I think there's truth on both sides of these stories. Never as a man should you put your hands on a woman. Never. never. And never as a woman should you put your hands on a man. Never. Never. never, never. Um, because they always say the first thing, like, oh, as a man, you should never put your... But a woman as well. A woman should also not put her hands yeah. on, on a man as well. And if you have, and it's because of whatever it is that you're going through, you have an argument, you lose your temper mm-hmm. and you hit, just know you just hit this man, take a step back, try to like collect yourself. I don't know how you do that, but don't add more fuel to the fire because yeah. there's been yeah. certain things where yes, a man put a, his hands on a woman, but you know, she hit him with a two by four also like, <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I think it depends on if the hitting, like mm-hmm. if a woman hits a man first, like is she defending herself from something or is she trying to prevent something from happening to her, you know, versus mm-hmm. just I'm going to go on and 
provoke you from I mean jump th- there's been cause. in both scenarios like what you're talking about mm-hmm. what I'm talking about is when um a woman it's just, just like a verbal just blatantly slaps the man in the face no nah, that's that's a problem because you wouldn't want a man to just slap you in the face so you shouldn't just go slapping a man I mean in the face. understandably and... so men have done some shitty shit uh yeah. if we check the track record of women and men I think we're far ahead like in that category I mean, you know, we lie and we cheat, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. women lie and they'll tell you like, I'm pregnant and the baby's yours and it won't be, but <laughs> whoa, time out. I'm going to have to stand up for my women with this one and say, I doubt that happens as often as men cheating and all that nonsense and knocking people up. Please, please. No. I know. I'm just, I'm just, no. I'm trying to play the. Yo, you know what? Yo, dude, stay acting like, oh, a, a girl would trap you, a woman gonna trap you, or she gonna lie on you. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know anyone that knows someone that's actually been trapped or lied on. Do you? Um, I do actually. How I, many? Fortunately, I know a few fellas that. Um, a few fellas. Hmm. But. it's less than one percent of whoever you know (laughs) it is it is i know a lot of people so but i bet you know a lot more men that have cheated on women a thousand percent that's why i said we're far we're far ahead in the lead like you know like i grew up in my this in my entire family there's probably two let me not say two there's probably like two or three successful marriages um Mm -hmm. in my entire family but you're dominican right yes yeah we gotta we gotta we gotta state that for the record but hold on a second, hold on a second, hold on a second. Not all Dominican men cheat. You know, I'm tired of that. Like all throughout high school and college, it was like, oh, you're Dominican. Oh, I don't trust you. you oh. I don't trust you. You cheat. I don't trust you. You cheat. I don't know about that. You know, you're putting that into the universe. You know, you're you know what? At- you're right. <laughs> not all, not all Dominican men cheat. Just a large portion of them. Yes. Thank you. Okay. And, there you go. and and I'll they have that. and they have uh, like secondary families and shit like that. Yeah, that's real. Um, I'm completely against all of that. I was raised by yeah. you know a lot of women in my house. Um, doesn't mean I was a non no cheater <laughs> when I was young. I was raised you know? by women, but um, I, I was young. I was young, and then you know they made me feel bad. Like you know, now I have a daughter. Like. Things are yeah. my kids have changed the way I view the world. Um, like this I feel thing like everyone gets played at least once in their life. Oh, I got super played. I feel like it's part of life. You got super played. I got what? Did you deserve it? I mean, I felt like it was it was karma coming back. All right, there you, know? you go. Then that means yes, you deserved it. <laughs> Did I learn my lesson? Yes, I've learned all my lessons. Hence Good. where I'm at now. As and let's stay for the record. This is my early years, okay? I'm 38 now. Yeah, mm-hmm. Rick. And his prime was to NCCN1. Okay, somebody's just trying to. <laughs> but just like like I was saying, my kids have changed my perspective in a lot of things in life. And um, this Texas incident that happened uh, up to date right now is 20 people. They're reporting. 18 kids so sad and two adults uh the kids range from two the second grade third grade and fourth grade 
the killer actually killed himself, 18-year-old Latino. Um, I've been one of the people that always say mass shootings. Nah, it won't be a black person or a Latino that does it. Um, is this like the first Latino person to do I a think mass shooting? I, I think he's the second. I think he's the second. Oh. Um, the kid that did the uh, Parkland in Florida, his name is Nicholas Cruz. So I think, I don't know if he's 100% Latino. I think he was adopted or something like that. But yeah. regardless of the situation, this town is 16,000 people. You mean to tell me an 18-year-old kid went and purchased two assault rifles because they were assault mm -hmm. rifles? Damn. It's already reported. You could tell by the body count that it was an assault rifle. And nobody knew about it. Yeah, I, I definitely have a lot of questions. Like, did he buy the guns himself? Did somebody get the guns for him? Were they legal guns? Where did he get the bullets? Was he in a registry? Like, I like I, I want to know how the hell did he get these guns? Um, and he also shot his grandmother. His so grandmother. I don't know what happened, yeah, what happened so there. Like, the there's gotta be a story. He shot his grandmother. Reportedly, the grandmother is alive, and she got airlifted to a hospital in San Antonio. Afterwards, he got chased down, and he got into a car crash in front of the school, picked up his two guns, went into the school, and shot up the school. Now, we don't know. They only mentioned the number of people that are dead. We don't know who is injured or in the hospital, so it could be far right. more worse. Um, and like I said, as someone who has children, especially the age of these young kids, like, these are literally small, like yeah, seven, seven, six, eight-year-olds. Eight they haven't even lived or experienced life yet. And to snatch a life like that. Um, and I don't, I don't, you know, there was the, the congressman from Sandy Hook, uh, the senator. I'm sorry. He stood on the Senate floor and the duo almost started crying. And he was talking about, like, what are we doing? Like, if you want the right to bear arms everybody's got their own thing to do that's your prerogative that's your thing cool but why an assault rifle why not a hand yeah you know it's really tough it's really tough because um you know we live in a country that and i'm, I'm not i'm not saying in my opinion on this but we we honor a constitution that was made like hundreds of years ago like mm -hmm. when the constitution was made like to shoot a gun and reload it took a very long, long time. time. Yeah. So, you know, without having any updates to the constitution, mm -hmm. it's like, there's no real ways to resolve the problem. And like, at the very least, like they need to do thorough background checks on who is buying mm -hmm. a gun. And at, at, I don't know why anyone wanted an assault rifle. I don't know. I don't know that that doesn't make sense to me. It's like if you are hunt a hunter, go get a hunting gun. But like, mm. I don't, I don't know why you. Yeah, if you're you uh, in a city, like if you're hunting for game, right? That's what they they call it. You don't use an assault rifle. What you do is you use a single shot rifle, similar to what they use um, in the military when you have a sniper. You don't use an assault rifle because that releases X amount of bullets, however fast. Yeah. Um, so I, I mean, never these are weapons of war. So yeah, they are. It's like so, basically saying, like, so is it okay for just anyone to just have weapons of war? I feel like that probably belongs in war. My personal not in people's is, homes. I don't know. I think the U.S. and this is the thirty-third mass shooting this year alone. Number two hundred and twelve mm -hmm. uh, shooting 
in the for the year, I think. And there was also a shooting over the weekend in New York in the subway. Um, so there is, and the mayor said today, violence is down. Um, oh God, we can't stand him. I hate God. Around. Oh my God. So <clears throat> let me start it. If, if you want to bear arms, then go through the proper procedure to get a handgun. Let's make that a little more difficult to acquire. Well, handgun. the thing is, um, let's, let's raise the age to 21 because most of these killers are under 21, right? Cal Rittenhouse, 17. It's crazy how you could get a gun, but you can't have a drink. Yeah, exactly. And you could go to war at 18 as well. So I, I think to be in all fair, like let's raise the military age to 21. Let's raise the gun age to 21. Let's do a more thorough background check. I think there needs to be like a super psych evaluation before we give somebody mm-hmm. a license for a gun. Uh, yeah. And let's just have handguns. Now, the problem is, is the concealing of the weapon, which is that's where like the laws. So if I have an assault rifle, it's easier for me to get and obtain because I can't conceal the assault rifle, the handgun. I can. But if I have a handgun and I walked into a school, I'm not pretty. I'm not doing the, the amount of damage that I'm doing with two freaking assault rifles. Assault rifles. So, right. <clears throat> so I, mean, I, I just think-, think politics they need to stop playing. Um, NRA should not be allowed to donate to anybody's campaign. Well, no, I'm gonna pause you right there. No company at all should be allowed to lobby to the government. Exactly. Whether it's NRA, whether it's healthcare, hospitals, big corporations, they shouldn't be allowed. Like they're literally in the government's pockets, and that's mm-hmm. how they become too big to fail, and that is how they end up having so much power over the government. And that's why, I mean, I've said this a million times before, you know, they everyone is like, oh, my God, I'm anti-capitalist, as if we live in a capitalist society. But it's really corporate socialism because there's all yes. these corporations and big businesses that are in the government's pockets. And they they have like their own government just because they're in their pockets. You know, mm-hmm. they're able to get these bailouts and it's socialist for them. But for everyone else, it's capitalism. And mm-hmm. so many people are struggling under it. So. It's just the lobbying, it has to stop. It's a huge issue. And it's like, how do you get it to stop when so many politicians are benefiting? And that's how they make their money. I I think that politicians Mm -hmm. should have term limits. That's the first thing. Second thing. Every politician should have a term limit. Every single one. Should not be, especially the Supreme Court justice. Maybe their term limit is a little longer because it takes a long time to get appointed to be a Supreme Court justice. But everybody should have a term limit and they should have fixed salaries, salary caps as well in politics, just like in business, mm-hmm. because they have they, well, they, business. They, there's no salary caps. Well, if you get hired for a job and they tell you, mm-hmm. yo, you're making 50,000 this year. That's what you're making. 50,000. Now, if you get a oh, raise, I get you. Mm-hmm. you know, it shouldn't be like the way it is now, because these lobbyists. They shell out a ton of money, and that's how these politicians stay afloat. They use that money to campaign there, to put out their campaign shit. They pocket most of it. You know what I want to see? You know what I want to see? This is going to sound a little grimy. Um, But you see how, like, you have so many corrupt politicians that Mm. do insider trading and yada, yada, yada. They've been getting away with it for years, and they're never going to go to jail for it. Um. I just want, I, I want to see someone do that, but in a way that actually helps the people. 
like AOC, for example, she doesn't buy stock or anything because, you know, she she has said, you know, they get information that other mm. people do not get. Therefore, she doesn't think it's fair. Now, mm. in my head, girl, I respect that. Do you. So but you don't think she time, told her, Tia Mago, Tia Mago, maybe you want to buy a little bit of Apple. Right? I don't know. Like I don't know. Piece, you know. But I would appreciate it. Okay. <laughs> I would respect her even more if she called everyone she knew and was like, listen, for the, the whole for the BX, culture, for the people, hey, call the whole BX, yo, put your money here. You know what I mean? Like, Nancy Pelosi is a millionaire out here from insider trading, and she's not doing anything with the money. Like, I want to see somebody, you know, if you're going to break the law, can you be a vigilante about it? I'm just saying. I I mean, Batman doesn't exist. Uh, Jeff Bezos was the hope, and my boy is worth so many billions, and he ain't even Batman Bezos ain't doing nothing for no one. So he failed me. Like, you know, like, he got all that money. You think if I had, listen, I'm be honest right now. If I was a billionaire, you best believe I would have a bat cave. You feel me? Under a my bat mansion. cave? I swear to God, a bat cave under my mansion, right? Dope-ass Batmobile. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Some Gatlin shit to, you know, go off building. I mean, I, I don't, I'm not, I'm scared of heights, so I wouldn't do any of the shit. But I would have the bat cave. I would hire okay. some dude to be Batman for me. I mean... I, I I love the if I were a billionaire conversation um, <laughs> because for me, it's like, I don't know. And maybe I'm just saying this now because I'm not a millionaire I'm a billionaire. You know what I'm saying? But I just feel like Back I end. don't understand why people hoard wealth. Like I just, I, I, I physically, mentally, like I, in no way, shape or because form. Because they want to make it general, generational wealth, like the rock. I understand. Like but like, I don't want to. Okay. I understand setting up your kid for success. Mm-hmm. I understand that. I understand setting up the generations for success. But like, if you have a hundred billion dollars, you can literally lose fifty billion dollars, lose half of everything, and still have fifty billion dollars. Like mm-hmm. your generations are still set forever. So I just don't. I don't understand why I hoard it. And I, I, I just want. I, I want to be one of those people that gives away my wealth, but not, not even through charity. Not that I don't support charity, but mm. I want to like give it away to. I want to like help people that like I, I legit know. I like, would set up. Why not buy your friends and family funds, houses? Exactly, I would set up funds, um, and options for yeah. my friends' kids, family. That's members. what I'm saying. Like your immediate uh, network, mm-hmm. help your immediate network. Not again. Like, how said, don't you I'm know that Bezos done already? Did, uh, maybe he already done did that, and he still got maybe so he money did. left over, and maybe he still has a ton left over that he yeah. could go and do something with. Your boy got divorced. I think he was worth fifty at the time, fifty billion. He got divorced before COVID, and then the proceedings got into COVID, and she walked away with seventy billion. I think it was, and that didn't phase him because he ended up quadrupling what he was worth before COVID. That's what I'm saying. They could lose half of everything and it doesn't matter. Jeff Bezos could go to Puerto Rico, repair all the highways and everything over there. And I don't understand. Why not do that? You know what, though? I think it's also like, I don't want to generalize, but I just feel like people probably don't want to... uh, I don't know, liquidate their stock positions and stuff to actually get the cash and do something with it. You know, a lot of the money is tied some, up. Some penalties. And they just want to see you, it there. 
But I would like to have someone on the show, right? We should get a finance person. How much oh, money? My fiance is into finance. How much? There we go. How much money can you take out? You know, liquid cash, right? Mm-hmm. And what are the penalties? Because when you take money out of your four hundred one k, they slap you with a penalty. Yeah. So you the 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 capital gains tax is really mm-hmm. high. It's really yeah. high. I think it's like twenty something percent. I think it's twenty six. Um, yeah. I'm not mistaken. And and that's why people don't want to take the money out. No, because they're so trying you take to like... loans. You take loans. Uh-huh. What rich people do? They never take out their wealth. If yeah. they ever want to do something, they take a loan. They mm. do whatever it is that they need to do using the loan, and then they slowly pay back the loan. Yeah, because that creates. That's what banks want. That's um, what. Yeah, I, it's I all forgot. about lending. I forgot it was an Asian man. He's very wealthy. That's what he was talking about. He's like, I don't create businesses with my own money. I always borrow money to create businesses. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't borrow money for like, that's how he stays rich. He basically said he borrowed money. To that should be an asset. investment. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what he does. And that's why banks give out to these millionaires. They give money like nothing because they know yep. that they're going to make a lot of money on the interest. Yep. And we went from shooting the school to talking Damn, about- right? <laughs> this is moving. Well, we're talking fast. about the messed up system. That's what that's what Yeah, that's I mean what we got here. I, I listen, there's no way we could fix everything, but I think getting rid of assault rifles is just the way to go. Especially yeah. at this point in time. You mean to tell me all them all them kids died in, in, in Sandy Hook and they died in uh in Parkland it and then the shooting the in Buffalo. Homie there's a video of he looks at a white man. He's like, he "Oh, I'm sorry. It. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't. I didn't mean to point this gun at you." Like, yeah, that. I had. I had no words. I and no words. it's just assault rifles. Can, can we do something about it? Um, I think it's is way long overdue. I wasn't shocked. Mm-hmm. My wife told me, you know, oh, there was another school shooting. It is sad that we don't get shocked. It's like we're all desensitized. They killed eight kids. I'm thinking like middle school kids. I was like, damn, they killed around six to eight kids. That's my... Nah, she was like, oh, 15 and it's from second to fourth grade. That's when it bothered me. Like elementary school, like, yo. Like, what kind of security are you going to have? Because I'm not even going to ask. Because that's a question you ask when, when things happen, what type of security the building have, how, how do they, you know. That's the wrong question, though, you know. That's that, that's like completely changing the focus. From yeah, being but like, that's how, that's how they're to going to do it. That's how yeah. they're, they're going to talk about, oh, and then the other defense is, oh, we need to arm the teachers. We need to arm this. We need to arm that. No, Texas no, that's not is an answer. The most, like, Texas is the most heavenly armed state out of all the states, and this still happened. Yep. So I guarantee you, there was people in the school that have guns, and it still happened. And the person that shot um, the suspect was—I'm uh, saying suspect because we don't know what's going on yet. Still being investigated. Uh, was uh, one of the guys from Border Patrol. Wasn't even Salvador Ramos, the one that killed everyone. Yeah. From Border Patrol. He got killed by a guy from Border Patrol. Interesting. Salvador Ramos, like that was his name. Yeah. So that's 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 interesting to me. 
And 16, mm-hmm. again, a town of 16,000 people. Nobody. Very small town. Nobody. You mean, I'm from Washington Heights, and I know a ton of people. You mean to tell me nobody was like, yo, we got to. Well, I mean, it's similar. It's it's very similar to how, you know, this this white mass shooter. I don't, I don't know his name. The one that shot the 10 Buffalo. people. Yeah, in Buffalo. Um, like no, no one, no one reported him despite so much suspicious activity mm. that they investigated and found. So it's like mm, someone had to know something. So in this case situation, someone had to know something. We just need to stop as a society. If you see something, say something, stop being scared. Um, I know you don't want to get shot. That's probably what it is. Like everybody in the neighborhood knows, yo, this guy's a little off the wagon. But report it. You know, I think people are also scared because it's like the whole what if I was But why he got a gun though? Like that's the that's the whole focus of everything. Uh, yeah, I, like if I saw someone 18, buying an assault 18, rifle, you know what I was doing at eighteen? I'm gonna be like, what? What I was doing at eighteen, I was trying to get some beer. I'm not gonna lie, some beer. I wanted to chill. Wanted to you see in the girls. Room. Wanted to hang out. Some pedo, some hookah. <laughs> that's what I'm not thinking about. Like, oh, I need an assault rifle for what? That's what I'm saying. That's so sus. It's so sus. I want. I'm. I'm. I'm really looking forward to what comes out. Do you think these are people that are scared to take an ass whooping? That they immediately go and buy an assault rifle? Or, well, I definitely think guns, you know, are a form of coward culture because mm-hmm. you like, like, like in the movie Friday, like you fight with these mm-hmm. and you win some, you lose some, but you live to see another day. Okay. I, and the day I was just like thinking of that whole premise that pops. That out. was like such a good moment in that movie because it is so real. Everyone thinks that it's so tough with a gun. Like you, you just, you scared to get hit? Yeah. My man. No, that that's cowardice. That's cowardice. Again, I'm not saying you shouldn't have a gun. I'm just saying there should be steps for you to get the license, first of all. Second of all, you should be at least 21, in my opinion, to get a gun. Because at 18, I didn't know what I was doing with myself. And um, it should be a soul right. Chris Rock had a really great Brit on, like, guns should be cheap, but bullets should be expensive. So, like, if you bought a gun, you would say that. That's funny. <laughs> That's a good joke. That's a good joke. Chris Rock said, "If, if I think it was bigger and blacker, um, he said, if you bought a gun, but the bullets was like twenty five thousand, and somebody got shot, you'd be like, well, that nigga deserved it, you know, because it was twenty five thousand dollars per bullet. He, was, he, by the way, he meant per bullet. Per bullet, yo. So somewhere you could do control. Either you get rid of the." assault rifles or you just make the bullets so goddamn expensive people can't afford to buy them you know in a way you know there's also non if you if it if your thing is about uh protecting your home and um and like oh you know because i i own a house admittedly Mm -hmm. i I own a house and and sometimes i feel like i I would like to protect my family i have a security system and all that yeah i'm pro-gun i'm not anti-gun i'm Uh, I'm uh, pro-people having guns but there is non there are non-lethal weapons that shoot pellets that have i mean there's also just no need for an assault rifle yeah and you can also have rubber bullets that Mm -hmm. incapacitate someone there's just so many other non-lethal weaponry you can use Mm -hmm. 
Um, but just to take someone's life just because. Yeah. It's true. It's so true. This is the sad. gun thing. This is the father and son in me. You know, as a son, you know, I know my mom wouldn't want me to be where I went to a high school with a metal detector. So for me, like, it's Same. crazy that in a society, you know, I go to a school with a metal detector, but I still knew friends that got stuff into the school. So that doesn't mean anything. And as a dad, now my son is two. In a few years, he'll be going to school. And some of these kids that died are not that much, that much older than, you know, yeah. some of my Sad. nieces and nephews or sons, you know. So yeah. let's, let's do something, please. Yeah. I mean, I don't think anything's going to happen, sadly. Um, I don't know. I don't think I don't. I think once, you know, Sandy Hook happened, mm. I think the government collectively said it is OK to. They waited a week in school and we're not changing the laws. So they, I'm, I'm very pessimistic about that. It's just because, you know, and I, I wanted to talk about this today also. Social media has changed the way the world is forever. We live in a culture mm -hmm. where it, 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 we need it now. It has to happen now. It has to happen right away. And instant gratification and all that shit, right? Mm -hmm. And that comes with this whole entire Facebook, Instagram, all that whole social media wave that came in. Um, so it is ruining society. So it's good to sometimes take breaks from those I, I find that like taking when you take a break from social media, time goes by so slowly. Mm -hmm. And the reason is because, you know, with social media, you're seeing things so fast. Like you're seeing video after video after video, post after post after post. So your mind is going faster and faster and faster. And when time feels like it's going by quickly, it's mm -hmm. because your mind is going by quickly. So the moment you can just like quiet all the noise, you realize like time doesn't go by as quickly. And it's just, yeah. So social media, taking breaks from it, I think is super healthy for everyone's mental health. Okay. And, you know, it, I, I definitely, I don't have any kids, but when I do have kids, they will not be having social media. Uh, no, they wouldn't. Well, my kids ain't gonna have it at least. No, um, like go be a kid, go play in the dirt, go ride your bikes. I have go it because I have the show, and we do the media and all that stuff. That's why I have social media. Same. Other than that, I wouldn't really, you know, you have to. I, this is a tool of branding and marketing, right? It's having and using are different. Like yes. you use social media, I use mm -hmm. social media, mm -hmm. and like I don't live I, through social media. Right. And, and the minute I like, honestly, like when I pop and, you know, I'm making my big millions <laughs> and I'm on TV and my show's out there, I cannot wait to just hire someone to do my social media because I don't want to be on social work. media. Like it is work. It is it's, so much work. It takes so, so much time, work. so much effort. And like, I just, I can't wait to just hire someone to do my social media. I'm still going to do my posts. You know, when I want to post something, I'm going to post something. But, like, you outside of that, like... Phone and your assistant will have your account open on theirs. And they'll do... Yeah. When I want to look, I'll, you know, take a look. But knowing that I don't have to look and I could just be like, oh, my God, take a picture of me. Oh, yeah, that looks good. Okay, post that and then make it say... And then just say something and then that's it. I can walk away. That would be amazing. Like, having someone else really manage that for you. Um, because it's it's a lot. And it, and it, and it does. It, get, it gets in your head. I think things went left when people started taking pictures of the food they were about to eat. 
like 10 years ago, that was the big thing. Oh, yo, <laughs> yo, taking pictures of food. Honestly, yo, sometimes when, when I cook a really good breakfast, I'll be like, the world needs to see this. <laughs> I like it. on my story. Like I've seen a bacon, egg, and cheese six million times, bro. Ain't nothing different I know, about No, but sometimes it looks so good. You just like, damn, I gotta share this with the world. I knew society was going left with that, and I knew once the Kardashians came into the picture, society as itself will cease to exist. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm it's still existing. It's still existing. Kind of. Every woman wants to be Kim or be like Kim. Well, I mean, not every woman. Let me listen. There's a problem as well with, and again, I don't, I don't, I don't know the psychology of it all. Oop, I mm-hmm. hit my light. I don't know the psychology of it all, but you know, there's, there, like, like. I still don't understand the obsession. the comparison. The comparison game. It's like people need to be taught, especially teenagers and children and stuff like that, to just not compare yourself to other people. Like nowadays, I feel like so many people are just so insecure. And yo, back in the day, I feel like everyone was confident. You know what I'm saying? And everybody like, had their own swagger. And everyone their had their own, own swag, their own style. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No one was trying to bite off of nobody else. And like, I mean, yeah. well, you still had that on some level, but like just people were I mean, different. just sneakers though. Like for me, instance, I never had style or anything like that. That was my swagger. Like the kid mm-hmm. with no style. I had some nice sneakers. But not the greatest jeans, not the greatest yeah. shirts. I mean, growing up, I was not the best. I didn't really get I was definitely the, tacky. <laughs> I didn't really get the good haircuts neither. Um, it took me until I was thirty to figure out what a good haircut looked on me. Damn. Uh, so that's just me, and I was never. I was always comfortable in my skin and who I was. Mm-hmm. I never tried to be. I mean, yes, when I was a teenager, I tried to be a rapper because I thought it was cool. But I love rap music, so. Um, that's why I tried to be a rapper. Wait, yeah, I just, just feel like no one's genuine. Me. No one's genuine these days. Like, whether it's like, I want to post this absolutely perfect picture and, mm-hmm. you know, you know, like just, it's okay to just be regular on the internet and not and have to be like 100% perfectly polished. What's your thing? Uh, it's okay to look. It's like- okay to be ugly on the internet. <laughs> Listen, I've had people like get at me for that. <laughs> It is okay when you taking vacations. They're like, Jasmine, shut up. Well, you take you, you have good bone structure. You're, you're talking smack, and you have no right to say that. Just because you know what shots to get, where like, oh, I'm going to Mexico, and I've seen this shot, that shot, this, and and you're going on vacation, just thinking like, yo, I gotta post this, I gotta do this, I need to vlog this joint, I gotta. Mm-hmm, that's not a vacation. No, but that you you're know, not that's like taking in the experience. Well, like if I, you I've traveled use a lot. social media, you got to do that, though. Yeah, but I've traveled a lot. And I've taken, every time I travel, I've taken so many photos. But mm-hmm. I take the photos not to post. I mean, a very rare. It's like, for the memories. It, that's what it is for me. You know, like, I went to some dope. I went to Rome. I went to um, uh, Venice. I went to nice. Paris, one of my favorite cities ever. Barcelona, Malaga, beautiful, beautiful. Dublin is amazing. I think I was Irish in my past lifetime. So I've <laughs> I've traveled a lot and I and I feel like every time I travel, I try to lose myself in the experience and the culture and take photos whenever I see something that like like I was never into architecture or anything like that. But when I went to Spain, I found out about Anthony Gaudi. 
and Gaudi was the one that came up with the mosaic method and all that stuff. And he did the cathedral in Barcelona. So I went to see a lot of his work when I was out there because I discovered right. about him. Yeah. So that's why I travel. I think people forgot how to live. It's about lives. exploration. Yes. And and it's about like living in the moment, not capturing the moment. Like when I go to concerts, like I'm not gonna be on my phone. Like I might have a picture or two, you know. Mm-hmm. Like I, I saw well, a like J. Cole concert. I don't have not one video. I don't have a video. I don't have a story. I don't have anything from that J. Cole concert because I was just there. Like I, mm-hmm. I just want to be in the moment, and that that's that's another reason why I'm like, God, I wish I could hire someone to do my social media because like when I go on vacation, like I like I, I use social media, so I know mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, I have to make some content out of this, yeah. and. You know, I, I like I love making content. I appreciate that, and it's fun. But at the same time, it's like sometimes I don't want to make content. But it's like, a nine to five work. to you. Like it's, it's work. Like okay, yeah, I'm, I'm being uh, okay. I'm going to DR. I'm be there for ten days, so I could do. And then that's when I started my series, The Bronx Girl Visits DR. Yeah. So, oh damn, I just mentioned DR at the back of my head, but you went to DR and you probably took a couple of days. Like okay, for these few hours, I'm gonna shoot this, but then I'm gonna go. To this restaurant, I'm gonna go submerge myself in the experience. That's yeah, that's yeah. that's how take you... a moment and that's it. Quick. Yeah. That's this it. Instagram is not real life, people. Yo, I get so mad when I see people like at concerts just on their phone, looking through their phone. Like, yo, look through your eyeballs. <laughs> Stop looking <laughs> yo, at the concert it. through your screen, please. Nah, I'm about to. This is about to go viral right here. If Romeo fall and slip on that banana peel. Like, it's about to go on, viral. On. So yeah. I just, I honestly, that was one of my things today. Like, um, we were talking about red flags. Um, there's certain things like social media. People immediately when you're dating someone, you try to like, you know, dig up dirt. I don't know if men do it as much. I'm gonna be honest um, with you. I think people do it. I, I don't. I don't know if it's like a they man just do or it a for woman the thing. Photos. I don't think they really like, like hunting like women. Or go back to a picture that you took six years ago. Oh, oh, he was at this place. Oh, hell no, he knows this person. You know, like that's just. I'm being honest. I've seen it happen. I'm not Mm -hmm. saying all women. Women don't. Ladies don't kill me right now. I'm not saying all women, but it does happen. Like women are. I mean, you definitely stalk someone's page once you once you meet them. (laughs) Like what? I'm gonna be. I'm going to your first post. Like what are you talking about? You know, I'm, I'm. I'm be all up in there. Like. Is it because you're excited about getting to know this person and you want to see what's interesting or are you just doing investigative journalism? Um, Probably a little bit of both. A little bit of both. It's both. Mm. Like, Let, oh, e- I want to e- see. Well, oh, oh, he went Roman there? Oh, here. okay. Do you guys look back at their photos? I'm going to ask them. Always check the friends in common. That's what she does first. Okay. so Oh, yes. Friends in common. I check that. that that's important. <laughs> Let me see who me and Jazz have in common. I think we we got like we probably know, a million people, <laughs> but we know everybody. Yeah, but it's funny when you find like friends in common, somebody weird. Like, how you know? My well, uncle? it's funny. We um, like when when I met my fiance, like obviously when I first met him, mm-hmm. um, we had like a lot of friends in common, but had never met each other. And I, I asked one of my friends, I was like, yo, 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 why you never put me on? And she said I was crazy. So wait, 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 crazy. I was a crazy So you guys girl. had a friend in common. We had friends in common, multiple friends in common. So I hit up one of my girls that uh-huh. we had in common. 
And I was like, I dead ass been like, where the poppies at? And you didn't even tell me you knew one. <laughs> <laughs> like, what was what's that about? Because I was like out here. And she told and she you was, you were crazy. No, no, no. She oh. he had inquired about me, and she told him I was crazy. And then when Damn. I was like, yo, he done he done shot his shot, and like now we going on a date. Like, why? How you how you don't tell me you knew a poppy? And she was like, oh, I didn't think about it. She she she, she front fronting. Wow. But yes. The point is, you gotta check your mutual friends. Inquire, yo, you know him? Oh my god, what do you tell me something? I was actually, this is, I was actually introduced. I do look at pictures on the profile. Uh, I was introduced by uh, to my wife by my friends. So my wife went to, uh, I went to St. John's also, but years after she did. So she mm-hmm. went to St. John's uh, University, and a bunch of my like best friends from the from the neighborhood, they went to school there, and they introduced us. So I met her when she was 18, um, and I thought she was fly. I was like, yo, she's gorgeous. You know, my boys knew, like, yo, this, she's Rick's type. Like, Rick Rick would like her. And they would tell me, and they introduced me to her, and I was like, damn, she's fly. Apparently, I wasn't fly enough for her at that point Did in time. <laughs> Swerve. Nah, but we kept in touch, which was cool. And then, like, years, years later, I think uh, 20... 2013, um, I was on Facebook for some particular reason, and I saw my wife. She was dressed up really nice. She was at like a holiday party, and then I texted her my phone number, and I did not know at the time. I found out later. She was at a holiday party with her parents, and her dad thought that that move, me sending the number, was kind of ballsy. Mm-hmm. So he, she was like, he was like, that's ballsy. You should, you should text him. And nice. she did. So if it wasn't for my father-in-law, me and my wife would have never. He like nudged her. I mean, she was attracted to me, and we were at a point where she we were knew both what adults. it was. We were both adults, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Unfortunately, social media. Okay, so he wrote some. Unfortunately, social media is a giant to conquer in order to be successful. Like I'm trying to get the right rest. Oh, I'll hit you up that TikTok joint. TikTok's algorithm is not as complicated as um, Instagram. I love the TikTok algo. Um, opportunities it creates. Uh, yeah. Instagram is kind of um, not Instagram. TikTok. So um, real quick, because Jazz and I, we know some of the stuff. TikTok. If you use a very popular song, um, there's places to go to look at that. That helps. Now, if you're posting something and you have uh, a distinct Hashtag you want to like if I'm posting a skit I did with Jasmine and it's a comedy skit and I want to hashtag a comedy, TikTok's gonna take that video and show it to that type of community. Mm-hmm. When you don't put a hashtag on it, it doesn't know where to put the video, so it sends it everywhere. And mm-hmm. if your video picks up traction, it goes viral. So it's a lot faster to go viral on TikTok opposed to Instagram. What mm-hmm. Instagram is great is uh so social media is like high school they they tend to see like who's doing something and what's hot so tiktok came Who you along interact with just, more yeah pops and, up. uh-huh so it, you you it, tiktok came along and instagram was like oh you doing reels we're gonna do reels too so yeah the reels on instagram uh you can monetize when you get to ten thousand followers i think it is and um what was I going to say? Oh, and, and they don't have that much 
of an algorithm to them, the Instagram reels. So if you look at a reel, it might get more views than actual video you put as a post. So those are two little things you can do. They're also pushing reels because they know that they're competing with TikTok. Yes, big time. Yeah. TikTok is in it right now. Yeah, yeah. And I would add, um, you know, if you want to, you know, conquer TikTok, um, my suggestion is to have a, a, a voice and have a strategy of like the type of content creator you want to be. Because, you know, like I focus a lot on original content and there are some people that only do sounds. Mm -hmm. Like there's no original content. It's just sounds and they memeify the sound. Mm -hmm. And that's fine. I'm, I'm not throwing shade at anyone. Just know what type of content you want to put out there that's going to be authentic to your brand. And 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 change it up because there, there are people that have lots of followers and now they're like, you know, TikTok, the algo's working against me and I don't know why they're not showing my stuff. And, you know, m maybe people are just bored of your stuff because mm -hmm. it's always the same. So, you know, innovate, figure out what works for you specifically mm -hmm. and create things that you want to see exist. Don't create for an audience because that's how you have no authenticity. So, so also the demo for TikTok is a lot younger than Instagram. And those followers tend to be a lot more loyal than Instagram followers. Yeah. So if you're on TikTok and you gain a follower, that person will look at your videos and they'll more likely tend to uh, like and share the video as mm -hmm. opposed to on Instagram. I did not yeah, even and they're notice. not unfollow you. They're not rocking with you no more. Like yeah. you will get unfollows and don't take it personally. Just take mm -hmm. that as like feedback. Like, oh, okay, I'm losing some type of uh and learn how you use here. your analytics with social yes. media. All the apps give you some form of analytics. Let me run a quick commercial. I didn't even know it was nine o'clock. Look at go that. for it, run that. Uh infinity. Uh me and Jasmine are waiting for our Q sixties. Um yeah. You send that so I could get rid of my current car. Preferably Thanks. mine's in uh silver. I think she'll take it in a black or I like gunmetal. Gunmetal. Oh well two do two gunmetals. Uh hey. you can send that over fully loaded, please. Thank you. You do it all without breaking a sweat. Like being a boss exec to Tuesday tennis to homework. Why do the kids have so much homework? Family dinners, lunches, brunches, trips to the vet, and a weekend getaway that's anything but a getaway. And you do it all in style. Even when you have back-to-back -back conference calls on top of the kids' orchestra recitals, not to mention your side hustle. And that's why we created the fully reimagined Infiniti QX60. A luxury SUV as functional as it is stylish and as versatile as it is serene. With premium features like a panoramic moonroof, ample cargo space, and available massaging front seats to bring the ease of luxury to your everyday. Introducing the all-new Infiniti QX60, designed to help you take on life and all the chaos it may come with, in style. Learn more at InfinityUSA.com. Now with extremely limited availability, contact your local retailer for inventory information. You know, I'm going to change mine. I, I, I said fully loaded. Mine don't even have to be fully loaded. No, I want the seat warmers. No, nah, I don't need any of that. I just need the Infiniti. You feel me? I'll take Don't it to a to. shop. <laughs> be, be basic, okay? I want I want the whole nine. Give me the works. <laughs> I, don't, I don't need all that, you know? You know? Me and the Infinity speaks for itself. 
You know, okay, I, okay. I'm just, saying, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Nah, see what um, it. You're bugging. <laughs> no, I got a, I got a, so I got a Lexus 350L. Um, I think it's a, tw- it's a 2022. It has hey. seat warmers and it has the steering wheel. Ooh. Now, originally, I used to have an NX300, right? And when we were getting it, I was like, I'm never going to use the steering wheel warmer shit. Like, why people get that? Like, you know, there's some accessories on a car that you feel like they're stupid. Like, you're never really mm-hmm. going to use it. That first winter, oof. That yeah, you used thing. it, right? What? You ever been I, so cold that the, the wheel just glides over your hand and you're like, yeah, I can't even yo, feel it. My fingers and in the in the Lexus, in some Lexuses, it's like uh the steering wheel is made out of like like carbon fiber or wood. So that shit gets even colder than oh, the leather. Yes, 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 yes. Um, but the steering here, the steering wheel warmer, the C A C, which I use a lot. And then the seat heater. The C A C. I got an AC. That's cool. Cool. And my back. Wow. And my back. I think my joint has all. I got I got three rows. So the first two, I don't know if the back two have it, but amazing. Like it was 90 degrees the other day. I was driving. I was like, oh, time to turn the AC in the seat on. Hey, that's so cool. I've never I, heard of that. I just need the Q60, you know. Eve says, do you sometimes have road rage? All the time. I mean, All the I time. used to have it really bad. I don't have it bad anymore, but I will say I get absolutely livid when people do not put their signal light on. Oh, like, my God. It is it is my biggest pet peeve. That's driving. my top three joints. Put, like, not put even your driving. signal light on. Not even driving. Like, that's just one of my I put my I put mine on when there's nobody in the street and it's midnight and I'm coming home from somewhere I'm like I still I still say there could be nobody on the road I'm that's what I'm lane. saying I'm putting the signal on that's like it should I'm be saying. habitual yo there was this one time no lie I was driving and I saw this car trying to get over and I was just mm-hmm. so mad because they didn't have the signal light on so I like went a little faster and um Man. I went by their car. I know, right? I went by their car really slowly and then I looked at them. I stared at them. And it was an older and man. And I felt so bad. No, it was it was a couple. It was a couple. And they looked at me like 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 why would you do that to us? You know, like and I opened my window, I was like, put your signal light on. Like I was I was like an old bitch about it. And then and then as I passed them, I looked in my mirror and they put their signal light on. Damn. But to clarify what we're talking about, we don't mean like you switch lanes and after you're halfway into the fucking lane, you nah, put the put signal it on for a second. Nah, before you got to let drive. And 200 gotta... feet before the turn. 200 feet. Now Not at the going... second. Because then it's like now I'm stuck behind you trying to make a left when I could have got over if you had the 200 foot rule. Yo, I wish I was a cop for one day. <laughs> I would get this city so much money giving out tickets. I, I mean, and also what I, so that, the no signal thing drives me nuts. And then, like, people who drive in, the like, the third lane, you know. Oh, all the like, way at the left? Yeah, all the way to that the left. That gets me so mad. That gets that's, me so that's mad. That's the lane where you could get, you know. It's some, the passing lane. Make up some miles on it. Yeah, this is where we go 80. And you going 40? You clogging up the lane. Yo. You ever pass someone 
and this has happened to me so many times, you pass someone, like you're in traffic, you're like, yo, why is this traffic? Everyone's mm-hmm. going fucking 40, okay? And then you finally see the car causing the traffic, yeah. and you pass that car, and then it's like, oh. and I'm like, that person's just driving too slow. Like, I wish I could be a cop in that situation to pull her ass over and be like, you're getting a ticket because you're driving too slow. Or driving the fucking middle lane. Yeah, yeah. You don't don't clog up the fast lane. Everybody knows it's an unwritten rule. If you all the way to the left here in the U.S., I'm not talking about other countries where they drive on the other side of the road. If you all the way to the left, that's where you can floor it a little bit. You know, you mm-hmm, go with traffic, mm-hmm. and traffic is usually going a little faster on that night. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> so, okay, they said I would it's, be a mean uh, traffic cop. I would. No. Um, How y'all clean your car inside uh, and out, though? Um, oh. I have a spray in my car. I have that disinfecting Lysol spray. I don't got that, no sprays in the car. Oh, I have that spray in my car. I like to spray my seats. I like to spray the mats. Mm-hmm. Um, and I get the fancy car, the fancy cleaning done at the place. Not the oh. red carpet, like the deluxe. <laughs> yeah. So I, I always get, oh, was the hip hop advocates checking in? What's up, my brothers? Um, I always, so I have, I've had a, like, my last two cars been Lexuses, so when we go in for maintenance, they do everything on it. Oh, they clean it out? Nice. They put gas on the shit sometimes, too. That's lovely. Clutch. Gas you up. Yo, when I saw my car, when me and my wife saw the car, uh, I looked at it. It had seven miles. I think it was seven or six miles, whatever. But it didn't have, like, a lot of gas on it. I was like, fuck, I'm going to have to pump. Nah, I got in the car because they took the car. They detailed it. There were stickers on my car still. They detailed it. They filled that shit up. I was like, oh, that's a win right there. That's nice. That's nice. Yo, I took my car to get checked because... There was like water inside on the passenger side. And it was like, it was dirty. What the fuck? I have bird shit all over my car. They, they <laughs> bird shit of my car that day. And I felt like a bum, like a bum ass bringing my car mm-hmm. in full of bird shit. But I was like, I have this appointment. It was in the morning. I was like, mm-hmm. there was no time to clean the car. So whatever. I brought it in. I picked it up a week later. It still had the bird shit. I was like, yeah, I couldn't even help. Damn. It. No, no. Lexus, Lexus that ass cleans the car. Like when they bring the car out That's to nice. you, it still has like water on it from when they clean it. So every time they do like oil change and they change all the fluids and all that, they clean the car. So that an economy my... seat, basic economy. Mm-hmm. But and when I go to the car wash though, there's like five packages. I get the fourth one. I don't. I, the fifth one it depends. That's usually like a huge SUV type of shit. But I always get. Mm-hmm. Listen. My wife's family, they taught me this saying, lo barato sale caro. So what that translates is to cheap. Being cheap sometimes comes out to be expensive. So if you find, mm-hmm. like, you go to a car wash, you get a $10 wash instead of $25 wash, it might come out to bite you in the ass. Yeah. So don't be I cheap. I did that once. They Treat used yourself. a dirty rag. It smelled bad. I was like. Oh, there's another pet peeve is when they mop the floor with a dirty ass mop. That's disgusting. And dirty I, water. I don't understand people not cleaning their mop. After like every mop, I clean the mop. Like that's okay. <laughs> that's part of mopping is cleaning it, the mop. It, that's part of the whole situation. You clean the yeah. mop, you clean the bucket, then you put water in it. You put whatever you're going to use, Lysol, mm-hmm, whatever the mm-hmm, fuck. Mm-hmm. Then you mop. And then afterwards, you got to clean that bucket and that mop afterwards. Yeah. That's, that's all I'm saying. Like that's. 
Common right. sense. It's common sense. Common sense. So th- those are some uh, peppy. Thank you for the car thing. I, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't realize you know people were interested in. Uh, and hearing about that. <laughs> and hearing about car shits, you know. Um, I'm an excellent good. driver. I had my license since I was 17, in case you want to know. Oh, man, me too. I've had two car accidents, but it was when I was like 18, 19. Um, one of them wasn't my fault. The other one completely was. <laughs> but you I learned. Never, I never had a car accident. Oh, but I did hit. I, I hit. Um, you hit someone. I hit a fire hydrant. How you hit a fight? Well, you that's know, not that I bad. I was backing up, and I didn't know it was there. To be honest, I hit and a then dude you know what's crazy? on a motorcycle. No. Yeah, but it was, was so he all right. A little tapity tap. He's good money. Um, it was on uh, Bruckner. I was switching lanes, um, and I had put my fucking signal on because I know. I, good, I put my good. signal on, and I'm going into the lane, and all of a sudden, boom! Homie hits the. He was one of those, I speed up, like he sees me going into the lane and he speeds up. He was nowhere near in sight. But apparently he tried to go by me. Tried to get around you. I felt so bad, though. I seen that man man tumbling. I was like, I done killed somebody. (laughs) I was 20. That sounds very scary. Very scary. I I, like stopped the car. Everybody on the Brooklyn was like, yo, keep going. What's wrong with you? And then like I uh, hit somebody. I hit some dude. I got out the car. Uh I walked back. At first, I was like, yo, homie, you all right? First, before anything, he's like, Yeah, I'm good. I got some scrapes or whatever. I was like, yo, you want to go somewhere? He's like, Yeah, let's go to the gas station on the next exit. So we went to the gas station. We exchanged information. Um, I seen his bike. His bike got a little bit of damage, but um, my concern was him. So mm-hmm. thank God this man was wearing like one of those leather fucking jackets with the, mm-hmm, but he mm-hmm. still got scratched up and nicked up. Yeah. That's why I never yeah. in my life would get on a bike, but me either. I do not I'm I don't support motorcycles at all. I saw someone on one the other day and just a t shirt and a helmet. I was like, bro, you like nothing's protecting your body. You asking for it. You are the chassis on the motorcycle. You in a car, you being protected by a cage. That's what I'm saying. And they just have no bell, no nothing. Nothing. No, I can't do that. Can't do that. Damn birds are so disrespectful. I had my car fresh out the car wash and pigeons went to town on it. That's happened to me. That's the worst. That's the worst. Ricky Smooth and Dr. G. So, yeah, Ricky Smooth and Dr. G will be back next week for season 12. Uh, I have a surprise guest, which I always say I have a surprise guest. Yeah. Realistically, I'll be honest with y'all. There's like five It's a surprise people. to him, too. There's like five people I can have next week. I'll be honest with hey. you. Five different hey. Options. And, and there's a list of like, let's say if, if jazz is one and, and let's say the hip hop advocates is another. And if, if jazz says yes and they say yes. I, like I have a preference. Like I, right, I'll do y'all next week, and then what? So there is a list. I just have to like I, I hate this sitting and waiting shit. Usually I book like six episodes, then around the fourth one I pick I, I book the next six. But um, we are. I like to work in advance like that too. Working advance. Me too. I, I it's yo, way better. I, I can't to, stand someone that's like I don't know what's going on. That I have week. to like, apologize to Jasmine because I haven't been on my A game. Like 
If I had Ali Jazz on the show today, she'll tell you the other Jasmine Royce, she'll tell you that my fucking emails were there the Thursday before and the Monday before they knew. So like if all right, well, yesterday. season 12, let's get it popping. That's All it, right. two days. And Thursday, right. I'm waiting for an email. I just got two kids now. It's a lot right now, you know. Oh, but okay, I'm okay. home all week. I'll be working on this and okay, cool. multiple stuff. Shout out to the Latino Pods Network. Um, maybe yeah. I can get on the Latina Podcast Networks. Let me text mm. Rita. I have Jasmine on the show. Right? Can I submit a 1099 for Jasmine? Can you submit a 1099 for me? Let me know. I gotta get my businesses up. <laughs> Shoot. Throw it through, put it through my LLC. Yo, I just realized that. I'm sleeping on this ad game right, right now. We gotta talk about it. We gotta talk about that. Um, shout out to everybody. See you guys next week. Ricky Smooth will be in the building next week, live and in person for the first time ever. Um, hey. So you guys can see that me and Ricky ain't the same dude because I keep getting asked that at work. Um, Dr. G will be here giving some sageful advice. Where did that mm-hmm. term come from? Sage, sageful. I don't Is it know. sage I don't like know. sage in the crib? Um, I think someone can be a sage. It's like a noun. Really? Like a person, I think. Kind of like a guru. Really. I feel like that. That's it. it kind of comes from the same idea. That's what it's. That's that's what it comes from. I have no. I have no actual idea. I'm just making an educated guess. Oh, okay. So we'll figure that one out for you. Also yeah, yeah, yeah. Time. Before we sign off and we say our goodbyes, I have one more ad I need to run, and um, then we'll come back and we'll say our goodbyes. COVID-19 moves fast, and now you can too. If you feel symptoms, even if they're mild, you should test fast. Test positive and at high risk for severe COVID-19? Then act fast with authorized oral treatments that can be taken at home and must be taken within five days from when symptoms begin. COVID-19 moves fast. And now you can too by asking your healthcare provider if an oral treatment is right for you. Learn about a treatment option at TreatCV19.com. This message is sponsored by Pfizer. That oral treatment. She just like, she said, instead of saying oral. Oh, I'm muted still? Nope, can't hear you. Now you can hear me? Nope. No? How is that Check possible? Check your wire. Check your wire. Hello? No. Hello? No. I'm muted. I can't be muted. We are having technical difficulties, you guys. I cannot be can muted. Me? Can you hear me? Can you correct this? Nada. Yo, shout out to Rick, who's doing all these different jobs. He's tech right now. Mm-hmm. He's the host. He's the producer. Mm-hmm. And he needs to get a new job in tech. You're fired, yeah. Rick. Still can you, can't hear you. you still can't hear me? Ain't this about a bit? Can you hear me it's now? It's crazy when, when, when you can hear yourself, but, you know, someone can't hear you and you're like. Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? Are we good? No? No. No. Did I just. It sounds like you're saying, wow. I'm gonna try to I'm gonna try to fill it out. Speak. Wow. Am I back? No? Nothing. Damn. Maybe you got maybe maybe it's the ad. The ad messed you up. It was the ad. But thank you guys for being here today. 
We really appreciate it. Stay tuned for next week. We have a surprise guest. Rick will be sending me an email on Thursday with the rundown. And we're going to be out here with you guys. Stay tuned. Next week is going to be lit. Deuces. You feel that now? I feel like Rocky in this one, baby. Let's go. Alright, check it. Uh. Blast from the past, back from the future. So if I pull the trigger in the past, no, you and your future. I'm still hustling, still hugging the block. The referee to the shit, I'm still calling them shots. I can't be stopped. That's what I told you, I'm living my life like a box of Crayolas I'm cutting up white, smoking that green Purple color pens, I'm still making this cream I'm so sick, uh, check my throat quick My wrist light up a room like a handful of glow sticks I'm like spoiled milk, the kid's gone bad Then it's the menace, my pen touches the pad uh, Niggas is mad, but the ladies is glad Yo, they rubbing up against me like this nigga is rad Fucking two divas, drinking on sangria I got the beam of the colors, diarrhea uh, Tie your strings on my feet, cause I'm so fly Hopped out the Delorean and it's already Wait, wait. Oh, nope. Can't hear you. Can't hear you. Damn it. I think my light went out. Nope, that was me. Hold up.